Hello, and welcome back to the Balance and Barbells podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Dirk, and I'm an online personal trainer and coach helping women create balanced health and fitness routines that are realistic and help them reach their goals. Every week, I release a new episode to help you create a balanced and healthy lifestyle by focusing on your daily routines, habits, and overall consistency. Our motto is consistency over perfection always. So on this podcast, we always talk about realistic ways that you can balance out your health and fitness routines into a daily and consistent lifestyle. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about all the things that you shouldn't do come January 1. And listen, I get it. There is going to be so many ads and there's going to be so many things on social media talking about New Year's resolutions and things that you need to be doing in order to see results and how to see progress. And it's going to be fed to you like crazy. But I want you to remember as you go into the new year that being restrictive and being on a specific diet and doing things that are not sustainable or realistic are not going to help you see the progress that you want to see. And there's a few reasons for this. I will tell you anything that is overly restrictive or anything that is going to cause you to basically be in a state where you're super restrictive and you feel like you can't have anything or that you have to follow all these rules and there's all these different restraints on what you can and can't do will always put you in a mindset that you have to do something for a short period of time so that you can be successful. And then after that short period of time is over, that you're done for. And it just builds bad habits because the only way to be successful in seeing progress is for you to build something that's sustainable and more of a lifestyle. You can lose weight by doing some crazy restrictive diet. You can lose weight by doing 75 hard. But the problem is when you do these things that are really challenging And you either will hit a wall and you'll find out that you aren't able to do it every single day and you'll burn out and you'll just quit or you'll reach the end and you won't be sure what to do. And you'll be so burnt out from everything you did in that time period that you're just going to revert back to your old habits because you haven't spent time building habits and you haven't built habits that are allowing you to take them further and just be a part of your new lifestyle because that's what you kind of have to do when you want to see results is build a new lifestyle. And the biggest thing that happens when it comes to building a lifestyle is you get really overwhelmed, right? Like there's so many things online. There's so many different scenarios and different ways to go about it that it can get overwhelming and it can feel like you're not really sure what to do. So you kind of just start following advice blindly. And depending on who you're getting advice from, especially if they're not certified or if you don't know their credentials or you don't really know there's any truth to to what they're saying at the bare minimum, it can be harmful, right? Like because there are people out there that'll tell you to do super restrictive diets. And all I'm really saying here is just be careful to the information that you listen to or that you consume online and be really tactical about the way you approach what diet plan or resolutions that you're going to focus on this year. Because my biggest piece of advice to you would be that if you're going to start a new diet or you're going to start a new workout plan or you're going to go and do a new resolution, you need to ask yourself, is this resolution or is this goal sustainable in a way that I could keep it up for the rest of my life? If the answer is no, then I need you to rethink what you're trying to commit to because I can almost guarantee you if it's not, it will end in burnout and it will end in potential failure. This is because you need to build habits and routines that are going to allow you to become successful, right? Everybody has that burst of motivation. Everybody gets motivation. There's going to be things that are more motivational 
than others. And then there's going to be days where you have zero motivation. And if you don't have habits and you don't have routines and you don't have dedication stacked up behind you, I promise you the burnout and the lack of motivation will always win. Because there are more days than not that I wake up and I don't want to get out of bed. There are more days than not I wake up and I don't want to work out. But there is so much behind why I do what I do every single day. And there's so many routines and habits that it's kind of mindless at a certain point. It's not really a question. Once I've planned out when I'm working out, what muscle groups I'm working out, and what I have for the rest of the day, I mindlessly just start to do them. Like I mindlessly am like, I have to get up because I have to go do back and buys today because I have my whole entire week planned out. And if I miss back and buys today, then I got to move everything around. And my consequence for me is that on Saturday or Sunday, I'm going to have to go to the gym. And right now I have a lifestyle built out where I don't like to go to the gym on Saturdays and Sundays because I like to spend my weekends at home and I like to spend a slow morning having coffee and hanging out with Sean or doing other things because my week is so go, go, go. And that's how I balance things out. If I was going to the gym seven days a week and I was doing two hours of cardio and I was lifting every single day and I was doing all of these different things, at some point I would reach a burnout and it would feel absolutely impossible to keep going and I'd probably miss a day and then I'd miss another day and then eventually I would get to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm just not feeling it right now because I don't want to go back to feeling the way I was. I don't want to go back to working out seven days a week and feeling exhausted and feeling like I can never have a morning to myself. That is the epitome of how it works with restrictive anything. If you're too restrictive with something, eventually you will reach a burnout. Eventually you will get to a point where you can no longer do it and you are left with an ultimatum because you know that going back to it is really restrictive and you know how you felt on it and you felt like you weren't seeing enough progress or maybe it wasn't happening fast enough. But if you have something that's more balanced and more sustainable, and yes, maybe progress takes a little bit longer, it's more realistic though, because now you can do it for a long period of time and you can make adjustments and you can do things because you're going to see progress, but you're also not going to feel like I can't do this anymore. And I am all for a challenge because I know that for a lot of people, it can be really hard for you to kind of get motivated and get things moving. And something that challenges you and gets you out of your comfort zone is the only way you're going to grow, right? Like if you do something that keeps you in your comfort zone, you're never going to grow and you're never going to advance because you've been there, you've done that, and your body knows how to adapt to it. But if you're not doing anything that's pushing you or challenging you slightly, then you're going to stay in the same place. So I think that when it comes to fitness and nutrition and your health and your wellness and anything in life, you have to do it with some sort of challenge, being a little bit uncomfortable. You can't do it in the comfort zone. So I'm not saying like, don't try new diets, don't try new workout plans. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying simply don't try and go on a juice cleanse. Don't listen to somebody who's making commission off of a certain supplemental drink and think that it's going to solve all of your problems and that all bloating goes away and that all of your fat loss problems are now gone. Those are the things that I'm saying, let's stay away from those this January and let's build sustainable and realistic goals that are going to help you see progress but are also going to be ones that are lifestyle goals and going to carry on throughout the rest of the year. I don't want you ending in March. I don't want you ending in eight weeks. What I want for you is to build something that is adjustable and that can be adapted to and you can grow through. So don't go thinking doing a challenge or doing a workout challenge or a nutrition challenge is going to be something that's too restrictive. 
I never think those are necessarily a bad idea. I think that if that is your one and sole way of planning on losing weight, you're going to be disappointed because at the end of the day, it's not sustainable. And listen, I grew up in the 90s and 2000s, right? So I was a part of the almond mom era. I was a part of the moms that were always on restrictive diets or that were on Adkin shakes or the Adkin diet or Weight Watchers and all of these things that required them to be really restrictive, right? I remember my mom and a lot of my friends' moms being on diets that only allowed them to eat from a specific cookbook. And then they were always doing like Suzanne Summer workouts on the TV and you had like these audio, these videotapes that you would put in the VCR and they would be doing just like these body weight movements. Nothing is wrong with these, right? Nothing. But a lot of the time, I remember it was always like a yo-yo, like they would be on the diet and they would be doing workouts and then they wouldn't. And I never really saw any of them drastically change because a lot of this isn't sustainable, right? If you could only eat from one cookbook, would it honestly feel like you had food freedom? And would it honestly feel like that you could build a lifestyle out of that? Because I know that I personally want to be able to eat the foods that I want, but I also want to be able to feel good and physically look good. Like those are two things that I don't compromise on. And I have a lot of willpower when it comes to the foods that I eat because I do care more about feeling good and looking good. But I have found ways that I can incorporate my favorite foods into my daily life. And I've found moderation and I've found balance so that I can see results and not be restricted to a single cookbook or to a single diet or something that is just so unsustainable. So when it comes to the resolutions that you're making, it's just important to remember that yes, there are things that you can do to challenge yourself. Yes, you can do that 30-day ab challenge. Yes, you can do a new workout program. Yes, you can do a no-sugared thing for seven days. You can try not doing processed foods. Those are challenges that are good, right? There are good and there are bad challenges. When it comes to like do a 30-day juice cleanse, I think those are challenges that you should just avoid completely because you're not going to see the results that you want from it and you're being sold something that's not entirely true. So let's dive into some things that I think that coming in January you should avoid and then the alternatives of what I think you should do instead. So we're going to break this up into two things or two categories. First is going to be nutrition and then we're going to focus on fitness. So kicking it off in nutrition, the first thing I think you should avoid is anything that is a unrealistic promise, anything that you know doesn't work. And I think we all know what these are. I think we're just all hoping that there's some like secret ingredient or secret success that we don't know about. And that's why these marketing schemes are so successful, right? Like if you think that you're going to lose 30 pounds in 30 days, let's be real. Okay. I'm going to be the first one to tell you if you haven't heard it yet, that it's not going to work. And if you lose any weight in 30 days, more than likely it is water weight. You're going to sprinkle in some fat loss in there. You're probably going to sprinkle in some muscle loss in there, but more than likely, if you are rapidly losing weight, you are losing water weight. And that's not the way you want to lose anyways. So don't put yourself through a restrictive diet. Don't put yourself through misery by only drinking juices for 30 days or drinking some nasty shake every single day because somebody has promised you that you're going to get unrealistic results. Just promise me that that is something that we're all going to not do in 2024. The next thing for nutrition, don't go off and think that you have to throw everything away in your house and that you can never eat a cookie again or that you can't eat sugar anymore. Start demonizing foods. That is the last thing we want to do. Because there has to be some balance in your nutrition. If you go from Christmas time to eating everything that you want to December where you're only eating vegetables, you won't even let yourself have complex carbohydrates. You won't eat anything that has a carb in it at all. You're focusing only on vegetables and fruits and lots of salads and no dressings. And it's just insane the amount of things that you can have versus what you can have. 
you're heading down a really hard path and one that's probably going to lead you to a dead end and you're going to have to turn around and you're probably going to have to start all over again because you've reached a point where you no longer can go any farther and your old habits are going to seep their way back in. So I think it's important that if you're going to do any sort of changes in your nutrition, you focus on ones that are sustainable and you focus on ones that are going to lead you to success being things like maybe instead of not having a carb ever again, how about adding in protein to every single meal? What about trying to reach a specific protein goal, one that's going to be substantial for helping you build muscle mass from all of the work you're doing in the gym? What about removing processed foods from your diet and trying to eat whole nutrient-dense foods instead, cooking at home instead of going out more, and focusing on things like drinking water instead of having, having an extra sugary drink, or making sure that you balance out your water and your caffeine intake. These are all little simple things that I think are good New Year's resolutions and are good habits to challenge yourself versus ones that are just insanely restrictive. Because if you have a list of things that you can't eat and you have a list of things that you can eat and they're not even remotely close, you're going to find yourself like, when can I go back to eating my favorite foods? I personally, and you guys know this about me, I eat pasta almost every single day. I eat pasta five out of seven days a week, right? And it's because it's a food that I absolutely love and it's easy and it's something that Sean loves and it just works for us, right? But women are absolutely blown away that I eat pasta all of the time. I have clients come to me and tell me that they haven't had pasta in over a year because they've demonized that food into believing that's the reason that they're gaining weight. And the problem is there's not a healthy balance or a healthy relationship with the food and you don't have a sense of moderation, you don't have good balance to keep you full, so you're eating loads and loads of pasta, but maybe you don't have a protein source in there to keep you fuller, you don't have a healthy fat source in there to keep you fuller, and you don't have ways to balance it out. So you're just eating tons of pasta, you're spiking your blood sugar, you're hungry later because you didn't have a way to balance it out, right? Or maybe you just binge on a certain food because you're worried that you're never going to be able to have it again, so then you start eating lots of it. And it's an endless cycle. So if you're going to do anything with your nutrition, focus on building healthy habits with it. Focus on simple habits and tweaks in your nutrition that are going to help you be successful and that are going to be an upscale to your nutrition. Don't focus on things that demonize food. Don't focus on eliminating foods. And don't focus on saying that you have to be restrictive or avoid these foods because that just leads to failure. If you wanted to have a cookie and you told yourself you're no longer allowed to have cookies in January, it's going to be a point where when you can't have cookies, you're going to have five because you're worried that you're not going to be able to have them again and you're going to enjoy them in that moment, right? That's a very common thing that I see. So instead, you have to build a relationship where you are like, I have a good relationship with food. So if I'm going to have a cookie, I know that I can have one and be satisfied because I know that if I want to have a cookie tomorrow too, that's totally okay and I'm not going to ruin my progress. So when it comes to simple things like that, just make sure you have some good balance to it. Don't tell yourself you're no longer allowed to have certain foods. What I would do instead is focus on the simple habits and focus on doing things that are going to make you feel better. Maybe instead of having Costco cookies or something that's highly processed, maybe instead swap them out for health healthier cookies, make cookies at home, use healthy ingredients, things that make you feel better and that are going to be more nutrient dense 
And that's a much better swap or a much better resolution than saying cookies are bad now. All cookies, any cookies, they're all bad. And this brings me to the last point. We need to stop demonizing foods and we need to stop believing that specific foods are the reason for our lack of progress or lack of results. Because at the end of the day, you could pretty much eat whatever you wanted and still see progress. What it comes down to is having a balance of those foods and having a good balance of macronutrients and staying within your calorie ranges, right? So if you wanted to have a cookie every single day and make that fit within what your body is currently burning, you can do that through macro counting. You can do that through many ways. We're not going to go down that path. But if you're staying within that calorie range that your body is burning and you wanted to have a cookie every single day, you can still do that and see progress. That is totally possible. Are you going to be feeling as full or feeling as good as you would if you ate something more nutrient-dense or higher volume? Probably not, right? Like, let's be real. A cookie is not going to be the same as eating something that is as many calories and a little bit more nutrient-dense with like complex carbohydrates, high protein, fiber, and micronutrients. It's drastically different and you're going to get a different outcome from it. But both have their place And as long as you're not overdoing it, it's not going to be the sole reason that you're not seeing progress. You have to have a good balance of it. And if you find a way to have moderation and balance, it all works well together because you don't feel like you're constantly on a diet. You don't feel like you constantly can't have things. You don't feel like you constantly have to say no to social events because you know that there's not food there that you can eat. And you get to a point where you are living a lifestyle. You're not focusing on a diet and you're not focusing on necessarily an end goal. You're focusing on a lifestyle that is simultaneously getting you the progress that you want. Now for the fitness side of things, the biggest thing I want you to focus on with fitness is I don't want you to go overboard and I don't want you to go back to the gym having done absolutely nothing or being a beginner and going and following somebody on social media that is doing something completely different than what you should be doing. For example, I see this a lot. If you're a beginner and you're new to weightlifting, I see a lot of people go to people who have been lifting forever and go to their social medias and do their exact workouts. And the biggest problem with this is you're not at that point in your journey, right? Like you are in your own space and you are in your own timeline of your journey. And if you're trying to go from absolutely never lifting to following this one person that lifts six days a week, that lifts super heavy and does very advanced exercises, you're going to burn out, you're going to get injured, or you're going to fail. And what you should do instead is find a program that is along the same timeline as you. If you're a beginner, do something that allows you to be a beginner and gets you comfortable in the gym, gets you understanding form, allows you to grow, and allows you to do something that is actually sustainable. You don't want to be working out seven days a week as a beginner. Maybe if you have the right workouts in there that are low impact and give you time to rest, but if you're lifting heavy seven days a week and you've gone from lifting absolutely nothing to seven days a week, you're going to be super sore and you're not going to know what to do with yourself. So I promise you that it's better that you start where you're at and just accept the journey and the timeline that you're on and slowly work your way there. And before you know it, you will be at a point where you can be an advanced lifter or you can be advanced at the workouts that you're doing and you're going to do it in such a better way. You're not going to have injury along the way. You're going to actually see progress because you've learned to target the mind-muscle connection and you're actually targeting muscle groups because if you're doing form incorrectly, not only could it lead to injury, but you could also just be wasting energy. Like you could completely not be doing the exercise right and not targeting the right muscle groups. So just at the end of the day, you're wasting energy. 
The next biggest thing when it comes to what you're not going to do for your fitness is you're not going to just constantly change up your workouts. This is something that hinders a lot of people because they don't know what to do when they go to the gym. So they just do a bunch of random exercises and there's no consistency and there's no routine behind it. It's just a bunch of different exercises day after day, week after week, and it's not going to get you any sort of results. Mainly because in order to see muscle mass development, you have to do things with time under tension and you have to do them consistently. If you want a muscle to grow, you have to baby it. Muscles take so much to develop and to grow. It's not easy and it's not easy to get bulky. That is a common misconception. If you want to put on muscle mass or if you want to get toned, you have to do it very methodically. You have to have a plan behind it and you have to do it consistently consistently by doing the same workouts week after week. And I mean, this is where it gets boring with fitness because there is a common misconception that if you're not changing things up and that you're not working a bunch of different exercises, that you're not going to see results. And that is the complete opposite of what is true. If you want to see the best success, ask anybody that lifts consistently. They will tell you you've got to do the same things over and over again and just get stronger at them. So don't go into the gym thinking that you can't have a plan and just be doing whatever that day. You need to do things consistently. You need to have a workout program that you follow for a minimum of four weeks. And I would probably say closer to six months before you change things up. And the only things that you should be changing week after week is either the reps that you're doing, the sets that you're doing, your time under tension, or your weights. Other than that, everything should pretty much stay consistently and you will see so much more progress than if you just mix things up all of the time and if you don't have a consistent routine. Now, if you don't know where to start with this, I got you. I have several affordable resources for you that you can start with if you're not ready to start one-on-one coaching. One-on-one coaching is definitely something that is beneficial if you don't know where to start and you need to have somebody hold you accountable and just really get things going. But I only tell people that are very dedicated to spending time on this time of their life, on their fitness and on their routines, that they should apply for one-on-one coaching. Because if you're not at that point and you don't have time to dedicate it to it and you don't want to take the time, it's not the right solution for you because it does take a lot from you in order to see the results that you want. The resources that I have that will get you started is my four-week gym guide, which just launched in the end of November, and then also my fitness app, which has all of my workouts that I do and also some programs in there that is going to give you a chance to just get comfortable with the gym and have a program to follow. There's an eight-week gym guide in there, and there's an eight-week home guide in there. And the four-week gym guide is a really good place to start if you're a beginner or if you're at any fitness level because I have it broken out based on beginner, intermediate, or advanced. So as you're going through the program, if you start to get more advanced, you can move on to the next one. And it is broken out so that you can just follow it along perfectly. It tells you exactly how many sets, how many reps, and what your RPE scale should be. So it'll give you a lot of ability to work through things. There's also a four-day and a five-day program option. So I try to make it very versatile for any fitness level, and I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway of one of them on my Instagram during my Vlogmas series this year. So pay attention to that if you're listening to this when the podcast launched. I will be posting a giveaway very shortly on there, so keep your eyes peeled if you've been thinking about purchasing the four-week gym guide. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you want more daily content, you can follow me on social media at Kayla Dirk, and I will see you guys next week in the next episode.